0: we are one one body it is not our choice our oneness is not an opinion there are no options here it is god's doing not ours there is only this one thing one creation one humanity and we we are all equally part of it we are one one body we may not look alike we may not worship alike We may even oppose one another, yet we do so as equals, created and loved by God, who dreamed and breathed each one of us into being. We are one, one body. May we live as one. Amen. Good morning, Stern Village, and happy Sunday. I hope that all of you are well and safe in this world. All is well in my world. The Lord be with you. And let us pray. Prepare us, O God, to hear your word through the scripture of this day. Confront us with your claim upon our lives. Clarify the choices we must make if our lives are to have meaning and purpose. Help us to respond to the one who came as the bread of life, so we may know life at its fullest and at its very best. In Christ's name we pray. Amen. The reading today is from John chapter 15, verses 1 through 8. I am the true vine, and God is the vine grower, who removes every branch in me that bears no fruit. Every branch that bears fruit, God prunes to make it bear more fruit. You have already been cleansed by the word that I have spoken to you. Abide in me as I abide in you. Just as the branch cannot bear fruit by itself, If you abide in me and my words abide in you, ask for whatever you wish and it will be done for you. God is glorified by this that you bear much fruit and become my disciples. This is the word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. I am an only child. So it may come as no surprise to you when I tell you that I am ferociously independent. As a child, my personal mantra could easily have been, no, I can do it myself. And as an adult, it's something along the lines of, no, I don't need your help. Thank you, though. (laughs) Now, part of my ferocious independence is nature, and part of it is nurture. I can acknowledge today, as I've matured in my life, a concerted effort on my part to permit others to support me, to walk alongside me, yet it is not always easy. The truth is, we are, each one of us, products of a culture that celebrates the independent individual and mistrusts the communal. Consider Christianity which is often represented as a one-on-one transaction between a single believer and God. As Christians, we place immense stock in our personal, individual, and spiritual experiences. It's almost always my prayer life, my worship, my epiphany, my God, my Jesus, etc., 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 And if we do align ourselves with a larger Christian community, we generally do so with a consumer mindset, trusting we are free to join up and free to quit as personal preference dictates. We are, in other words, free agents. As a collective, we struggle not to view dependence as weakness. We cherish our personal space and easily feel claustrophobic when other people draw too close. We believe, of course, in loving our neighbors, but we feel most comfortable loving them from a distance, like writing a check or setting two seats apart in worship. Now, given our cultural context, I can't imagine a more countercultural and challenging vision of the Christian life than the one Jesus offers us in this week's gospel. I am the vine and you are the branches, he tells his disciples. Those who abide in me and I in them bear much fruit because apart from me, you can do nothing. He goes on to say, whoever does not abide in me is thrown away like a branch and withers. Such branches are gathered, thrown into the fire, and burned. <laughs> I'm sorry, did he say thrown into the fire and burned? Is he telling us that we must depend on one another? On the side of my home, not far from where I am setting, I have a climbing hydrangea. It flowers in the spring and is quite beautiful. Here's the thing, though. It's a messy, curly, jumbly thing. It stretches, it spreads, it invades. It grows in all kinds of tangled up directions, and its densely interwoven branches are indistinguishable from each other. Yet every year it must be pruned, and it's a delicate dance of discerning which branch to prune to ensure the hydrangea will flourish and no unnecessary harm comes to the rest of the branches. So keeping my climbing hydrangea in mind, if we take seriously Jesus' vine and branch metaphor as a blueprint for Christian life, then we are meant to be tangled up together. We are meant to live lives of profound interdependence growing into, around, and out of each other. We cause pain and loss when we hold ourselves apart because the fate of each individual branch affects the vine as a whole. In this metaphor, dependence is not a matter of personal preference. It's a matter of life and death. Branches which refuse to cling to the vine, they die. Of course, my ferocious spirit of independence has a slight problem with this. In fact, I find it inconvenient and a bit insulting. It implies my life is not my own. My choices affect people I don't even know. I am bound to the community of God's people, whether connection suits my temperament or not. And worse, it requires me to hold two seemingly contradictory truths in perpetual tension. First, the point of my Christian life isn't me. My growth, my contributions, or my achievements. I am inextricably connected to a larger whole. And apart from the whole, my spirituality, profound and precious though it might feel to me, is without value. Apart from the vine, I am barren. In other words, I'm not the fruit in this metaphor. (laughs) Jesus, he has jokes. Second, I matter more than I can possibly imagine. Each branch matters more than I can possibly imagine. Because the fruitfulness of God's vine is no trivial thing. It constitutes the life and nourishment of the entire world. Threaded throughout today's gospel is the word abide. It appears eight times. It's a tricky word, abide, passive on the one hand and active on the other. To abide is to stay rooted in place, but it is also to grow, to change, and to multiply. It's a vulnerable-making verb. If we abide, we will get pruned. It's a risky verb. If we abide, we will bear fruit which others will see and taste. It's a humbling verb. If we abide, we will have to accept nourishment, which is not of our own making. And it is a relentlessly communal verb. If we abide, we will have to coexist with our fellow branches. We will have to live a life that is messy, crowded, tangled, and gorgeous. Now, I can't imagine there was ever a time when Jesus' disciples found the metaphor of the vine easy to apply in their daily lives. And I believe it's especially challenging to do so in our lives today. We live in a bitterly divided, wounded, and chaotic world. And we all have good reasons to be cautious and self-protective and skeptical of other branches. Equally hard is the spiritual and imaginative leap we must make in order to trust the metaphor at all. As in, really? Jesus isn't just a wise teacher, a good role model, a provocative historical figure. No, he's also the very source and sustainer of my life in your life, of all life. (laughs) Talk about an overachiever, clearly a firstborn. I am the vine, he told his disciples. You are the branches. Meaning, whether we like it or not, our lives are bound up in his and each other's. Meaning, the only true life we will live in this world is the life we consent to live in relationship, messy and entangled though it may be. Meaning, the only fruit worth sharing with the world is the fruit we produce together. We have but one task, to abide. Yes, it is difficult. And yet, at the same time, it is also quite easy. Because this is what we were created for. So I say to you, abide. Tarry. Stay. Cling. Remain. Depend. Rely. Last. Persevere. Commit. Continue. Tolerate. Endure. Acquiesce. Accept. Abide. Thanks be to God. Amen. I give thanks to God for each of you, and I pray this day you bear witness to the love of God in this world. Bear witness to the love of God, so those to whom love is a stranger, they will find in you a generous and loving friend. In the name of Christ Jesus, and the power of the Holy Spirit, Amen. I love you, Stoners. I hope you have a wonderful day, and I'll talk to you soon. Bye.